This week's show, we're bringing you the beta guide, controversy, exclusive unlocks, and the dates that you need to know. All that and more coming up on Destiny the Show. You're listening to Destiny the Show. Welcome, Guardians. Yes, that's right. What is up and welcome? This is July 10th, and what a wonderful day. What an absolutely wonderful day. It is July 10th. What does that mean? I just finished up over on Bungie on the website, and I redeemed my beta key, and I actually selected, went right down, clicked Xbox One Global, and man, reading those lovely words that the beta key will be emailed to me, it was quite nice. Been waiting for this for a long time. I think most FPS players have. I am BBK Dragoon, and I am doing a solo cast on today's show. I figured it would be the easiest since we're giving you the beta guide. Everything about redeeming your key, the proper dates, the things you want to know when you're playing the beta, because there is certain uh, achievements and unlocks that you can get that will carry over to the actual release of the game. And additionally, I'm going to be talking about Warlocks, Titans, and Hunters to give everybody who's lazy like me the chance to have an idea of what character they want to play when the beta comes out. And you can make your choice, because if you're like me, in the sort of peasantry, lowland area of of darkness, the mud-plopping people of the Xboxers, we are only going to get five days with this beta, and we're going to talk about all that and more in the news. News! First up on today's news, uh, Destiny Collector's Editions were announced July 7th, that was on Bungie Day. They outlined three limited editions that you can purchase for Destiny of the Game, all of which come with their own sort of unique flavor and ice cream, whatever kind of uh, benefits and extras you want. And they come at three different price ranges. We're going to start with the cheapest, which is the Digital Guardian Edition. I'll just mention the other two is the Limited Edition right above it, and the Ghost Edition being the highest and most expensive of the three. So let's start with the Digital Guardian Edition of Destiny, which clocks in at $89.99, so about 90 bucks US. Sorry, UK boys, I'm not sure what that is. You can do the number crunching yourself. It's going to include a digital download of Destiny, early access to Vanguard Armory and player emblem pre-order bonuses. The Vanguard Armory, of course, is equipment that you hit once you have max level capped and we're pushing past the initial leveling experience. Reservation for two upcoming Destiny expansions, The Dark Below and House of Wolves, featuring brand new story missions, cooperative and competitive multiplayer arenas, as well as a wealth of new weapons, armor, and gear to earn. Collector's Edition digital content. The city has also provided you with a cache of items to start on your journey, including a unique ghost casing, an exclusive player emblem, and an exclusive player ship skin. So the Digital Guardian Edition essentially is your um, limited edition that you want to get for the lowest end price. You're going to get a little bit extra gear. You're going to have access to Vanguard Armory, so you're going to have some better gear starting out. And you're also going to be eligible for the Destiny expansions that are coming, the first two of which uh, also part of the news in a later segment today. All right, let's look at the second edition here, which is going to be the limited edition. This one clocks in at $99.99 at $100, so you're looking at a $10 price difference. And what you're going to get with this one is a limited edition steelbook case and game disc. And it's actually really pretty. I've included all the links for this stuff in the show notes. You can check it out down below. If you're listening on iTunes, you can, of course, check out our show notes 
and they'll be there for you. And I got to say, every limited edition that I've had from Bungie in the past has just been superb. I have the Halo 3 metal case right next to me right now, as well as the Halo 2 metal case, and I loved each one of them worth every penny. Uh, you're going to get a Guardian folio, which is going to contain arms and armament. A field guide. Many believe the weapons and armor featured in this record are myth. You will learn the truth. So obviously a, a booklet outlining some monsters and some lore from the game. You're going to get postcards from the Golden Age. Our worlds have been claimed by our enemies. Now it's time to take them back. So whatever, whatever that means, maybe some just little small postcards, some nice artwork from Bungie on there. Always worth it. And the Antique Star Chart. Explore wild frontiers of our solar system. Discover that we have lost. I wonder if it's supposed to say what we have lost. All that we have lost, Dragoon. Can't you read? So it's going to have a map. And then you're, of course, going to get the regular Collector's Edition digital content that I outlined below. So a unique ghost case and an exclusive player emblem and exclusive player ship skin. Sounds good for 100 bucks. Not too bad. Uh, if you're somebody who's a Bungie fan, it might be interesting to you. But if you're a true Bungie fan, like the guys who are ready to shell out $150, we're looking at the Ghost Edition here. Now, with the Ghost Edition, you're going to get a limited edition steelbook case game and disc. Same thing. You're going to get a ghost replica. This is your motion-sensing ghost featuring lights and audio from the game. May it lead you through the darkness. That's really cool. So you're going to get a miniature, it looks like, of an actual ghost. And it's motion-sensing. Hopefully it talks to you, too. Uh, be pretty cool. Letter of introduction. These worlds were once ours. If you accept your destiny, you'll be asked to do the impossible. Golden Age relics, which includes a patch, sticker, and two chrome sliders of the Traveler. Guardian folio, which was outlined in the previous um, collector's edition, the limited edition. Gives you a field guide, postcards, that star chart. And of course, the collector's edition digital content. The city has blah, blah, blah. So, same stuff I talked about earlier. 150 bucks. You basically get little, uh, Little ghost replica, that's, that, that's cool, I guess. I don't know, I'm, I'm not too keen on limited editions these days now that my wallet's a little bit smaller now that I'm done with school. I do know I've always been really pleased with the limited edition content that I've bought from Bungie in the past with my Halo 2 and Halo 3. Didn't end up doing the Reach one, but uh, it's off topic. Stick to the topic, Dragoon. All right, let's get into the real news. The PS4 length discrepancy between Xbox One users. So... If you are someone who's playing the beta on PS3 or PS4, your beta begins on July 17th. And for most users, we, we thought this was going to be the beginning date of the beta for everybody. But as it turns out, Xbox users do not get access to the beta until almost six days later on July 23rd. Now, what does this actually mean? Well, that means that if you're a Sony user, if you're a player on PS3 or PS4, your beta starts on the 17th. You get to play all the way through July 27th. If you're an Xbox peasant, then you're going to be playing, well, starting on July 23rd and going through the 27th. Now, if you do your math right, that's about five days. So we count 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th, and 27th. It's not a lot of time in the beta. And it does tend to make a lot of people salty. So if you look... Social media, Polygon, Kotaku, any of the major sites or gaming hubs. An uproar this week happened. Many folks losing their absolute mind over this and getting very uh, frustrated and angry, feeling like there was some backhanded nature going on, or at least a little discrepancy, a little bit of dishonesty, some, some things that just 
hit players the wrong way. And I guess I can understand this because, to be honest, I was looking forward to, with a pre-order of this game, about two weeks. But I will tell you I'm not surprised in the least bit. I mean, Sony, from the very start of this game, uh, from Destiny's inception since E3 2013, we've had a pretty good idea that Sony's got their thumb tightly on Destiny as a, a title they're really pushing as the enhanced or the optimal experience on the PlayStation. Now, my fear, all right, and I'll get into the beta issue in a moment because it's something we got to attack, ta- tackle. My fear is that when DLCs arrive, our very first two, is that Sony, again, is going to maintain precedence within the DLCs, and those users are going to, throughout the lifespan of Destiny, see increased benefits. Now, by increased benefits, I'm talking about things that we've seen from, let's say, Call of Duty in the past. This is no no new thing for Activision, where Xbox would get the DLC a few weeks earlier than the PlayStation platform would. Now, if this continues in Destiny that will be a disappointment, especially from, let's say, a content creator standpoint or a YouTuber standpoint. If you're two weeks behind the ball or you're one week behind the ball on a DLC, you're at a massive disadvantage uh, in terms of content and the sea of stuff we have on YouTube these days. It seems like most people want to be the very first to do something, and if they're not, they're angry about it. Topic for another time, but I would like to know how long this sort of Sony priority is going to last. And if it's going to be the entire lifespan of the game, there could be uh, some friction from that. Now, myself personally, and I can't speak for any of you, obviously, I kind of knew this was coming. And when it arrived, it wasn't, uh, it didn't make me angry. It was a little disappointing. But again, it didn't really make me upset or, or angry with Bungie or ready to take to the streets. You know, I wasn't breaking my pitchfork out. Wasn't getting the fire ready to burn them. But you have to understand this is just how it all works. It's more money flowing back into the developer's hands, hopefully, that can be used to effectively develop Destiny a bit more. If you're on the low end of the totem pole, you feel like you've been screwed and you feel angry, I would, uh, again, feel your sentiment to a certain extent. I don't think you're allowed to get angry at Bungie as this promotion is far beyond, you know, one single person's choice. I bet you that... The developers at Bungie want to provide this experience to as many players as possible. (laughs) But you can also bet Sony paid a very pretty penny to garner this kind of exclusive week of time that they're going to get. Beyond this, I want you to also think that this beta, in my opinion, again, totally disagree, I feel like this is a performance test. I don't believe that this beta is really going to be used for major overhaul or balance tweaks the way that a beta usually is. So if you look at um, Warlords of Draenor right now, which is World of Warcraft's latest expansion, going to be coming out this holiday, they just went into open beta about three weeks ago to maybe a month. It was in alpha before that. And that development time, six months, is absolutely enough time for Bungie to do, or excuse me, for Blizzard to do whatever they want with Warlords of Draenor. Now, obviously, the models are done. They've skinned most things. Textures are being finished, and... It's in a very late stage of development, but they're already taking really large feedback changes of, hey, this ability's in the game, and then it's not in the game, or this is in the game, and it's not in the game. They're making large changes based off of their experience within the beta. With how close Destiny is to being released, I don't think you're going to see the same thing. I think that this beta is a PR uh, bonus because you're going to get a lot of YouTubers, a lot of gaming outlets, and a lot of places 
showcasing the game, showing off what the initial experience is like or what players can expect from this September. It's going to garner more pre-orders and it's going to be a benefit to them. Beyond that, it's a stress test. You can bet your bottom dollar Bungie is looking to make sure their servers are going to run and hold and there won't be horrible crashes. I would expect some very unique stability during the beta. I would expect, uh, you know, some issues, some things to go down, some things to happen here and there. And I would definitely encourage you to have patience if you're one of the people playing in the beta. And I assume if you're listening to the show, you're going to be doing that. So in wrapping up, uh, the beta will begin on July 17th for Sony users. They're going to not have a full six days, everyone. So everybody's freaking out about this. Know that the Sony players are really only going to get four days before us. And you're like, well, how do you do the math there? Well, there's going to be server maintenance on July 21st and 22nd. And that's important to note that they're not really getting six days in front of us. They're getting about four days. The beta will be unavailable on July 21st and 22nd. And then the Xbox beta will begin on the 23rd. And carries over to the 27th, and it will end at that date, unless Bungie surprises us with some sort of bonus time, which, again, I wouldn't be too surprised with. I'm going to take the ambiguous, uh, ambiguous, wow, great, that stance of, I'm a little disappointed, but I'm not angry at Bungie. And that's where I'm going to leave it. If you feel strongly one way or the other, we always love to hear from you, and you can let us know down below. Alright, our final piece of news, the Destiny Expansion Pass. Expand your Destiny adventures with brand new story missions, cooperative activities, competitive multiplayer arenas, and a wealth of all new weapons, armor, and gear to earn. Destiny Expansion Pass includes Destiny Expansion 1, Dark Below, and Destiny Expansion 2, Houses or House of Wolves. In the Dark Below, you're going to earn, um, well, you'll discover an ancient tomb has been unsealed beneath the surface of the moon. A dark god has answered centuries of prayer, and a dark army has risen. Explore the true depths of the Hellmouth. Stop the Dark Hive, which will survive. Sounds very uh, PvE-focused, if you were to ask me. Of course, you're going to get new loot in there, some new gear, it sounds like, and some multiplayer arenas, plural, so that's interesting. Maybe multiple maps, it looks like. Mm, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. You won't be earning my dollar just yet, and the price tag of which is going to be $35. Sort of a hefty price there, instead of the 30 that we're usually uh, seeing with those large-time season pass kind of DLCs in this is not a season pass. Note, this is expansion 1 and 2, with the idea that further expansions are going to be added down the road. Uh, I would love to uh, definitely wait and see on this one. I've already spent 60 bucks on this game, as well as a whopping hefty chunk of change for that next-gen experience. We've got to wait and see first what it's like and uh, kind of what Destiny shapes out to be. And that's your news for today. Let's get on with it. All right, your beta guide, everything that you need to know, players. So we're going to be talking about how to redeem the guide, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about classes, the length of things, and all that jazz. So let's get right into it. If you haven't already, you can still pre-order Destiny, and you will get a code mailed to your email wherever you pre-order it from, say, GameStop. If you went the Amazon route, cool, that's what I ended up doing. I'm, I'm an Amazon guy. Just, just sort of am. Uh, July 10th is here, so as the time of listening to this, you can figure out what you want to do, you get your code, you then redeem that on Bungie.net. You will need to connect your um, Xbox account or whatever user account that you have. If it's a PlayStation account, you want to connect it with your Bungie.net account. And from there, you can then go to Bungie.net slash EN slash user slash redeem codes. I'll have that link in the show notes. Or um, it's, it's pretty easy to find, to be quite honest with you. And from there, you will be able to select the platform of your choice. And here's the bonus. Three beta keys are included. 
How cool is that? So you can assemble the fire team proper. That's really neat. I'm really glad that they did that. It's obviously a ploy to get more people to, to buy the game, which is great. I want more people playing Destiny. And it is console specific. So if I redeem this for the PlayStation 4, my three codes are going to be for PS4 beta. Doesn't look like you're going to be able to mix and match with different consoles or platforms, but that's understandable. It's just a nice bonus. Get your friends to play if they haven't already, and I'm going to be trying to give away a few codes here on the show for you all listeners who haven't opted yet to pre-order, which I find kind of confusing if you're listening to a show about Destiny and you haven't pre-ordered yet, but whatever. I'm not here to judge, guys. So uh, go to bungie.net slash beta to redeem your initial purchase code, and from there you can then, uh, now it's July 10th, actually sign up for what console you're going to want to receive it for, and then they'll send out your email on the proper date. So uh, on July 17th, they're going to begin emailing PlayStation players their Destiny beta code. You'll then, um, what was it called? You will then go into the PlayStation store and redeem that code. On July 23rd, they'll begin emailing Xbox players with their Destiny beta codes. Fingers crossed that the emails go out perfectly and smoothly. I'm surprised they're not emailing them out beforehand, but they probably have to put both of these games on the 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 marketplace and on the PlayStation store beforehand, so I, I guess I can understand that. So uh, You can uh, visit your account profile for um, the redeeming place where you want to redeem the code. should be super simple. Will the Destiny beta require PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold? Xbox Live Gold is required to play. And they say that PlayStation Plus is required for some activities. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? What does that mean? And yes, Destiny does require a broadband internet connection. So, which console platforms can I choose from? Yes, I'm reading from the massive Bungie Day thread that they've dropped. They've put so much out. By the way, Bungie.net's getting a lot of new stuff as we get closer to Destiny. The website is worth checking out and using. So, uh, Destiny is officially available for pre-order for PS4, PS3, Xbox One, and 360, and the beta will also support all four platforms. <sighs> there you go. So, the beta key is going to show up, you're going to install it, and you're going to begin playing. What is something important to know? Well, it's important to know that on Saturday, July 26th, it's going to be their super giant rally day that you want to play. So, July 26th, beginning at 8 p.m. PDT. To earn an exclusive emblem for the retail version of Destiny, you will want to be playing the game. That means you're going to get a special little emblem for your character. They will also be delivering some fun and expected surprises throughout the beta. So I'm going to call it right now. I bet you they extend the beta. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm right, I'm totally right. One of the things that's going to be included within the beta is a strike. And a strike is a cooperative game mode. It's going to be a structured, progressive, cooperative adventure ideal for pickup groups and friends looking for a quick battle together. Strikes are replayable, designed for three-person fire teams. Usually take about 15 to 30 minutes to complete. Now, if I were to relate this to anything, I would probably bring this closest to an instance in WoW. If you haven't played WoW, instances are five-man dungeons. You can sign up in a queue, you can go through them, and each of the dungeons, depending on how you're geared, should only take you about five, ten minutes. Every time you do it, you earn gold, you earn some points. If you're level 90, you get, like, you know, justice points or valor points, currency within the game. And I bet you the same thing is going to be seen with a strike. This is what I am looking forward to, as Destiny has a very small level cap at level 20, and it's been noted that it's going to be quite easy to get to level cap and that their main goal is the gear, that it's going to be very hard to unlock the higher levels and the um, end game material that is gear. WoW does a similar thing. Once you hit 90, you got to get on that gear grind, of course, but I think Destiny's going to prioritize it a little bit more 
and strikes, I imagine, are going to play into that. And I'm really looking forward to seeing out how one of these plays, and I'm looking forward to some of their larger social events. If the beta is going to actually test out, you know, some big scenarios with multiple players and see how open world works. All right. So you're in the Destiny beta, and you want to know what character to play. You haven't paid attention whatsoever, you're fine. Welcome. I'm lazy like you. Well, not really, because I've done my research. But now you can be lazy and just listen to this buttery voice. as It tells you the three classes and gives you an idea of what you want to play. So let's start out with the Titan. Titan's going to be probably the closest thing to Master Chief that you're going to find in Destiny. These guys are big, honkin' dudes. They specialize in heavy damage as well as armor, so you're a tank. I would equate this to a tank. You guys can use full body armor. Um, you can use uh, really large weaponry, heavy weaponry, uh, light machine guns, rocket launchers. And there are two subclasses, the striker and the defender. Since you're new, I'm not even gonna bother going into the subclasses just yet, as I don't think the beta is really gonna focus that heavily on them. You have a special thing with your armor called badges. In the alpha, this was just cosmetic, it let you sort of decorate your armor in a specific way, show your lineage. Um, I like Titans. I think a Titan may be the first character that I roll. I've always liked tanks in whatever game I play, and I think in an FPS game, especially like Destiny, I would love to just walk in the middle of one of these strikes. Huge rocket launcher on my shoulder, pull out the LMG, and just be getting grilled by whatever mob or enemy is, is facing me down. This is your heavy class. This is going to be probably slow. Um, you've seen some alpha gameplay footage from it, but I'm thinking we're going to see a lot of difference from the beta. Could totally be wrong. That's the Titan in a nutshell. Warlocks. This is your in-between. A warlock is basically someone who specializes in combining magic powers with modern weapons. Warlocks have long studied the Traveler, which gives rise to their ability to harness some of its powers. Warlocks are the ones that have that really cool uh, long coat in the background, especially with the physics from the next-gen consoles. looks really good, especially lighting and active shadows on that. Oh, sexy. Warlocks are the closest you're going to get to a mage in this game. They are casters, and the abilities that we've seen so far, uh, we see more abilities from them than any of the other classes in the game yet, are Glide, which is that third-person jump thingy, uh, Nova Bomb, which is where they throw that really cool energy bomb out of their hand. Pretty sweet. Radiance, uh, which revives and buffs your allies, so it's almost like a priest-like ability, which is pretty sweet. Um, and then there's Solar Flare, which is from an unknown, I think, subclass. Is that is that what I remember? We can always be right, because somebody in the comments is always right. Yeah, it's part of an unknown subclass. Allows the character to harness the sun and launch it as a grenade in energy form, and it explodes upon contact, rapidly expanding and then dispersing, doing AoE damage. Very cool. Uh, Warlocks will be the second class in the game that I want to play. I, I like the way they do, I like the way they look, I like the glide, and I like the way the abilities look, especially on next gen. If you're interested in seeing all those lovely, pretty, pretty abilities sparkling, then that's the class you'll want to take a look at. Now, in terms of health and armor, you're probably in the mid-range, in between Hunter and Titan. So the Hunter. This is basically a combo of speed and strength and it's all about stealth tactics. I don't know if this is your rogue, uh, if you'd call it that. They definitely put an emphasis on stealth with this character and they have cool hood. They don't have the long draping back thing that the Warlock does. Uh, they have a fifth armor slot that's unique to their class. It helps distinguish them. So all, all three classes have an extra slot that'll let you customize the armor to make sure you look different than the other characters around you. So 
Hunters serve as invaluable scouts when surveying hostiles in dangerous territory, combining their trademark daring with ingenuity. These guys like sniper rifles, and they also like secondary firearms, like hand cannons, and they also employ a unique utility blade called the Hunter Knife, which looks really cool, by the way, for stealth kills and melee combat. My guess is that these guys are going to be the squishiest out of all three of the classes, but you're going to have stealth abilities, and you're going to also have... What, what ability do hunters have? They have Ghost Gun and Arc Blade. Uh, the Ghost Gun, if we can remember here, Dragoon, think. Uh, ghost Gun is super ability, blah, blah, blah. Uh, gives the player a powerful hand cannon whose ammunition causes a devastating thermal damage, useful against powerful enemies in competitive multiplayer. Ghost Gun can only be used for three shots or until the super bar drains fully before needing to recharge. The other ability that we know that they have is the Arc Blade, which is pretty cool. Um, basically, Arc Blade, it's only been seen, I think, in the, what was it, the Destiny community thank you video thing. Um, blades, slice, boom, looks cool. So there's your three classes in a nutshell. I'm going to say that Titan's the tank. Warlock is your in-between and your caster character, and that hunters are your stealth beasts who are going to have all sorts of cool roguelike abilities and backstabs and little blades, and all three have pretty cool armor. I'm betting you Titan's going to be the first class I roll followed by a warlock. Not that hunters aren't cool. Uh, I'm going to try and spend time with all three within the beta, depending on how many character slots that they allow us. Okay, what's important to note, guys, that there is no carryover from the beta over to the launch. So any characters you roll in the beta are not going to roll over to the launch. This is pretty standard, and I don't think should be a surprise to you, but I don't want it to be a surprise to you. Beyond that, I've given you the dates. Everything's in the show notes. You should be set to jet. You've got an idea of three classes, three things that you may want to try when you start playing. Uh, the level cap is 20. We don't know what the uh, beta level cap is going to be just yet. I believe in the alpha it was level 7. And they know that you are going to be able to get to the level cap quite quickly and uh, in the full release, mind you. And that the grind for the highest loot, guns, and equipment is going to take a lot of time. So, looking forward to it. I hope you guys are too. And so on to our final section of the show. It came from Twitter! Short one from today, because obviously this is the first show and not many people have uh, tweeted out just yet. But I was asking this week on my own Twitter, for future it came from Twitter's, um... We have a show Twitter that you can submit your own tweets to. Uh, Diddy was responding to something I had asked, and you guys should check Diddy out. He's a YouTuber. He's going to be putting out a lot of Destiny content, put out some really good alpha content during the alpha. And I was asking about Realms and uh, if the game was going to feature this. So here's my tweet. So WoW has Realms, which are servers that house about 200,000 players. Will Destiny feature this concept, or is it one big realm? And Diddy, at Wooshness, replies, I don't think there will be different realms, but I also don't think it'll be one big server. There may be different servers, but you don't sign to a specific one. Following this up with another reply was at Lurker0, and he says, I think it's regionally matchmaking. Um, it regionally matchmakes you behind the scenes. Everyone sees the same game world, if that makes sense. They have made a big fuss about this in the past and the seamlessness of it all. So both of you guys, thanks for the tweets. It sounds like it's going to be doing some magic behind the scenes, but not everyone is going to be playing on the same giant realm at the same time. Uh, maybe it'll do something like if you're on my friends list, it'll try and put us on similar servers or realms or if we're near one another. I'm not sure how cross-realm play is going to work. It'll be interesting to see in the beta since it's going to have a lot more players in it than the alpha did how this is played out. Now, if you guys want to submit your own tweets to the show, we would love to have that. 
So go ahead and follow Destiny the Show. That is at Destiny the Show, twitter.com slash Destiny the Show. And tweet us anything you'd want to hear on the show, and it'll probably get read out. Also, you could email us at destinytheshow.com with any ideas, or even if you have a voice clip, if you've got a microphone of your own, you want to be on the show and you want to say hi or yell at me for doing an entire 30-minute solo cast, you can definitely do that. Please keep it short, as it'll have a higher likelihood of making it onto the show if it does. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Destiny of the Show. So we're available at those locations. I hope you enjoyed, and we're going to be bringing you all sorts of things. From a personal note, I am so excited for Bungie's new game. In, in the past, Bungie has earned nothing but my respect, and I'm so... just in, oh, I'm very excited to adventure into this new realm, this new adventure with them. I hope there's a lot of content within Destiny. I hope it's a deep and rewarding experience. From everything I've seen thus far, Bungie has me interested. But now they're going to have to work real hard to get that hook, line, and sinker. Have a great week, everyone. We will see you next time. <laughs>